when you give to a nonprofit ministry like The Bridge, you are literally becoming a part of someone else's story that you'll never meet. Hey, Mark, how are you? Hey, Andrew, how's it going miles and miles away through the uh, Internet? Yeah, we're still separated because of uh, the quarantine from the coronavirus, which is weird enough. But, you know, we had already recorded a podcast episode and um, wanted to bring it to folks, but give them a little bit of a preface. Some of the things that they're going to hear in this episode are already outdated. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we typically twice a year have a spring fundraiser and a fall fundraiser because the Ministry of the Bridge is a, a nonprofit, 100% community supported. And so we sat down with Kristen Boyce and Kim Willie to talk about their role in, in fundraising for a nonprofit. And so a lot of the things that we refer to in this podcast involve our spring fundraiser that unfortunately got postponed because everyone is social distancing. Uh, everyone at the bridge is working from home. So, you know, it, it's just kind of a time of need for the entire world right now. And so we thought it was a, a, a weird time to, to have a, an official fundraiser. So, um, so some of the stuff that you might hear in the episode today might sound dated and that's because times have sort of changed. Yeah, but you know, there's a ton of other great information in there, all about the purpose behind fundraising, mm -hmm. what it means to the radio station, and even other nonprofits and organizations in your community. So have a listen. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you on the other side. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The Bridge Podcast. I'm Andrew Jackson, Director of Marketing of The Bridge, joined as always, well, most often, by Mark Dickey from The Afternoon Show. I feel like a sidekick. Yeah, no, you're more like a partner in this All endeavor. Right. It's you and me, Mark. We're heading into the world with this <laughs> fearless podcast. We're also joined by two amazing friends today, Kim Willie. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. It's good to see you again. You've been a little while since you've been on the podcast. Just a smidge. Yeah. And then Kristen Boyce is here as well. Hello. And today we want to dig into a little bit uh, about what you two do specifically for the radio station. Um, and the whole topic we're going to cover today is fundraising, why it's important to a nonprofit ministry like The Bridge. So hopefully, even if you're in a ministry or, or a nonprofit of your own, you can take away some of the uh, lessons learned, I guess, and some of the techniques mm -hmm. that we've discovered over time. Or if you're just interested in how The Bridge works. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we do these fundraisers every couple, like, couple times a year, and some people are like, well, what? That radio station that doesn't for? do a fundraiser. Why? Why do you do that? Right. Why, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. a it's a big question um, because there's a huge world difference between the nonprofit world and uh, you know what you could call the for profit world mm -hmm. or just people who are out in the marketplace. Uh, they bring value to the marketplace and maybe they have a product or a service or they bring entertainment. And so, of course, people think, well, I owe you for that. So here's some money. Thank you for the entertainment or the product or the service. But the bridge brings no less value to the marketplace, mm -hmm. correct? So we're here to connect and strengthen people to God and each other. Mm -hmm. We want to help build up their faith. We want to help build up the community. And we do that through the music and the messaging delivered over the radio. Yes. So Kristen and Kim, in general, why is fundraising necessary for a ministry? Couldn't, couldn't we just, I don't know, we could sell Bibles on the air, right? Or we could sell... I don't know, visits to the station, something like that. Why, why bother asking our listeners 
to help support the station. Well, our listeners and our community that supports us, that's our bread and butter. They are why we're here. First of all, the stories of hope and healing and redemption and restoration that come in could not happen without the funding that goes in behind the scenes to support it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we don't want to say, you know, we have to pay our electric bill or the mm -hmm. other costs that are associated. Nobody really wants to hear about that, but there it's a reality. Right. We the operating expenses the are operating a reality. Expenses are a reality and they're real. And the only way that we're going to be able to pay those is if we have our community rallying behind us mm -hmm. and pouring into the ministry. And for those that the bridge impacts, those are the ones that usually are stepping up to support the ministry of the bridge financially. What are some of the operating costs of a radio station? I happen to come out of a completely different world. So when I stepped into radio, I had no idea of the technology and the manpower and the resources that actually get poured into a, into a radio station. What are some of the, yeah. the key operating expenses? Well, like any business, we all have, you know, the electricity, the phone, the equipment. Mm -hmm. um, but then in addition to all of the normal expenses that any business has, mm -hmm. whether you're a nonprofit or a for-profit, um, we have, you know, marketing and there's all of the equipment in the studio here that mm -hmm. costs money. There's partnerships with different organizations such as, you know, you guys could probably speak more to that as far as where you get your music sure, from the, and the things licensing. like that. The licensing. Mm -hmm. Lots of that, yeah. And payroll to pay the people to work here right. <laughs> to be on the air and exactly. everything. Yep. Supplies and things like that that are needed when we go out and do an events. Yep. I mean, there's so many different things and it all adds up. <laughs> and, and it's funny because, Kristen, you do the weekly financial report mm -hmm. and you always have such an exact number. Yes. Mm. And, and like it's always, you know, this many hundred yep. or thousand and so many cents. Yep. yep. And uh, I, I've heard you say before, like we... We share the sense because we're <laughs> we're a nonprofit. Right. Like we we're we're letting you know our exact need. Yes. And I think that's such a cool just form of integrity. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. We want to be transparent with exactly where we are with our finances because our community that supports us, we ha we owe it to them to share exactly mm -hmm. where we are. If we're above goal, that's wonderful. Let's celebrate. If we're falling short, this is what our need is. This mm -hmm. is where we're at. And so we want to continue to, to be transparent and to have that integrity of exactly where we are. We look at our overall need for the year. I'll say need because sometimes we say goal, but it's ultimately our operating expense need. And so we look at that through the whole year mm -hmm. and break that down monthly. And we have a forecast and we know exactly what we need to come in each week. And so when I look at the reports weekly and then go to present what our need is, what we received last week, what our remaining need is. Um, we, we definitely don't ever round it up. We keep it exactly to what's come in and what's needed right. to the penny. So. Right. The resources that do arrive at the bridge are handled uh, very carefully, and they are spent on the necessary expenses and resources to operate the bridge. And mm -hmm. it's funny to look at uh, growth over the years and watch mm -hmm. to see how expenses um, to serve our listeners go up as support goes up, because mm -hmm. when you when you start out with say a th just a rough number of examples, when you start out with a thousand people um, that are supporting an organization, and those thousand people get a letter every quarter mm -hmm. or they get a postcard reminding them about a fundraiser, that has a certain f fixed expense. When you move up into twenty thousand, 
30,000 or 50,000 people that have to be contacted, mm -hmm. your ministry has grown. Mm -hmm. And so your ministry has bigger expenses mm -hmm. in order to serve the people that want to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, so those expenses do continue to rise. And that might be why over time you see the operating expenses continue to rise. Also market costs, yeah. I mean, electricity fluctuates, right? Yeah. That's one example, it's, but yeah. um, it's like with any growth, any you know, growth that you see when you see growth, mm -hmm. there's going to be an increase. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like a shelter. You know, if they're taking in more people, that's more mouths to feed. That's right. Mm -hmm. We have more listeners. We have more souls to feed. Well, and before growth, we had to establish the, the organization. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to get the radio station off the ground. Mm -hmm. Quite literally, there was no transmitter. There was no office space. There were no... Uh, uh, Kim's nodding, but she's, yes. <laughs> she's nodding, I think, in, in like, yes, it was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you but were, exhilarating you were there at the same time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You saw that we had all of these um, foundational resources that had to be gathered. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it reminds me of the time that Nehemiah had to rebuild the wall in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, the book of Nehemiah, of course, we're learning about the remnant of the Jews in Judah. They were in distress that the walls of Jerusalem were broken. And Nehemiah approached the king for permission to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the city. Yes, That took more than guts. <laughs> yeah. If you, you don't just approach a king, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's tried to approach the White House recently, but you, get arrested probably. you really can't get too close. <laughs> no yeah. matter who the king is at the yeah. time, you can't get close. Even worse for Nehemiah, um, when there was a king of that stature, you never presented the king with a request. You never approached the king with your concerns. The king beckoned for you to come. Mm -hmm. yes. And so for Nehemiah to know about the plight of his people and the concern that he needed to rebuild the wall so they could gather the people of God together uh, to, to not only worship but uphold God's standard, to approach the king is a hugely bold move. Mm -hmm. It is, but when you have such a good reason to approach the king, it's not as difficult as you may think. And I know Kristen and myself and Mandy, who, who all do fundraising asks, when you're passionate about something, it's easy to talk about it. And we are extremely blessed and passionate mm -hmm. about what we do. Okay. I could cry saying it because mm -hmm. it's, it's so easy. People say, Oh, I couldn't do what you do. Kim. Yes, you could. Mm -hmm. You could, if you're passionate about it. And I, I often think, you know, we're not just here raising money to keep the station on the air. Mm -hmm. Our responsibility is to keep pushing hope out on the air. And if we don't do our jobs, if Kristen and I, Mandy don't do our jobs, then the listener doesn't get to receive that hope. So it's not all about, okay, hey, let's make sure we do pay the electric bill, though it does have to be paid. It's the result of what happens when the airwaves and the Christian music go out over the airwaves. If it's that result, it's the hearts that are touched that I think motivates us on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, we have to think about being extremely good stewards mm -hmm. of what we have because, yes, there might be a donor that writes us a $10,000 check or does a big sponsorship, but there's also the donor that sends $5 mm -hmm. and it's worth Millions, mm, yes, truly. Mm -hmm. It's the widow's might. And we have to take into consideration every bit of money that is coming in like that and look at it as just as valuable as the next because that person could have been giving from their greatest That's need. Right. Or, right. you know, So it's an honor to do what we do. And it's, um, it's an honor to, for us to get to approach the business sponsors and the individuals mm -hmm. to do this because we know that what you say all the time, Kristen, we're giving them a chance to partner with us to Absolutely. do kingdom work. This is not just, hey, can you please give money to this ministry because we really want to keep doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. 
we are giving you the opportunity to right. do God's work. Yeah. This is a way bigger thing than just the few of us sitting in this right. room like, Absolutely. oh, yeah, hey, this is kingdom stuff, guys. How cool is that, that we get to work together to help spread the gospel of Jesus mm-hmm. so people's lives are changed for eternity and we'll get to see them in heaven. We'll mm-hmm. find out in heaven all the stuff that we did that we didn't even know was happening. Mm. It's, it's, it's big. That's that awesome. will be amazing, won't it? Mm-hmm. And I yes. love how it's likened to the story in Nehemiah where he has to go boldly before the king and mm-hmm. ask. Mm-hmm. And it's not always easy to ask, no. but God used Nehemiah as a vessel to to build that wall yes. so that it could impact many. And so each one of us here, I think, you know, we're vessels. We're here yeah. to, mm. to do God's work and to go out and go boldly and ask, you know, to ask for the gifts. And I was reminded one time that I can make an ask, but God ultimately is writing mm-hmm. the check. Yes. That's right. So that's a good wow. reminder. That's Amen. a really right. good reminder. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yep. So we don't need to be discouraged either Absolutely. when someone maybe, maybe says no or not right now because mm-hmm. maybe someone else needs to step into that place to receive their blessing by giving to that's us. Right. Absolutely. So, that's right. So Pretty going cool. boldly. Yes. And prayerfully. <laughs> and it's so interesting like when you when you support something that is so much bigger than just one person. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you enjoy listening to the bridge or you listen to the podcast, but but there's somebody else who has never heard of the bridge, but radio is free and yes. just about every car has a radio in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so because they're driving down the street one day and uh, a station cuts out or or, you know, any number of things and they end up on one of our frequencies, mm-hmm. right? They like, lose the, what they're listening to. They hit search, right? Yeah. And boom. Yeah. You literally are, are giving people the gospel in their car mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or, or, you know, we've gotten letters from mm-hmm. prison mm-hmm. where people are, yes, they, they don't have Spotify. They don't have no. a computer where they can, <laughs> they can't listen to this podcast. That's right. <laughs> like they've got an old radio in their cell somewhere. That's right. That's right. And, and that's all there is. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right, Mark. I mean, so many people have a freedom and a luxury of on-demand, we call it nowadays, on-demand listening. Uh, you had said earlier, people listen to this podcast on-demand. But mm-hmm. but that prisoner who doesn't have any other option, you know, he's not hearing, uh, he's not seeing TV ads, he's not hearing other things, I would imagine, that would persuade him to listen to one radio station or another. He's mm-hmm. going yeah. through that dial, trying to find something that sparks, yep. and hopefully he'll land on the bridge. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can can I just add to that? Each person that contributes is part of God's plan of building that wall or rebuilding the city. And every single gift that comes in—that's why we always say that—is so important. The five-dollar gift that came from the prisoner—that's mm-hmm. extremely right. valuable. The widow's mite that comes in—that's right. extremely valuable. The thirty dollars a month Team Three Hundred and Sixty gifts—it's our yep. bread and butter. It's continuous. It keeps coming mm-hmm. in. We can forecast that. Yeah. The one-time gifts that come in, whether it's a thousand or we had a gift for a hundred thousand, yeah. come in. Just, I mean, it blows me away. Mm-hmm. The the vast, you know, difference between yep. them, but how extremely valuable and important each gift is. Absolutely. Every single one, no matter how big or small, they're all very, very important. Yeah. They are. I can remember sometimes. Um, there's a young friend of ours that comes to the radio station almost every fundraiser, I believe, uh, since the first one where he showed up. And when he did show up, he was just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Bringing his piggy bank. Yes. yes. 
and he came so in. Sweet. I think it was like a Pikachu piggy bank, it actually, was. Mark. You know Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, he came in and he just said, I really love listening to the bridge. Yeah. This is the money I've got. It's yours. The most precious thing ever makes it me cry wild. every time know, he I'm comes kidding. in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it is really sweet. But it just really a reminder, sweet. too, as part of what we do is, yes, we're giving people an opportunity to do kingdom work. When when you give to a nonprofit ministry like The Bridge, you are literally becoming a part of someone else's story that you'll never meet. Right. You might not know that someone's listening that is contemplating taking their lives or yeah. doing something to themselves that's harmful because they're struggling. But because you decided to give to the ministry, all of a sudden they were given hope through right. that radio, through that podcast, through that app, whatever they were given hope. So you're literally a part of someone else's story. That's mm-hmm. why what we do is so important because mm-hmm. we know that it's it's a way bigger picture. And I just love that we get to do that. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Right. The fact that the safety net of the music and the message being there in the background at all times, yep. ready to be found by the person in need, yep. Yep. vitally important. So there are, we touched on um, that listeners support the station. And we also briefly touched on the idea that there are uh, businesses and sponsors yes. that support the station. Yes. Can you help me to unpack that a little bit more, Kim? What is a business sponsorship when it relates to a nonprofit ministry, specifically the bridge? What what does that even mean? Sponsorship. You you hear all the time that we are listener or community supported. Mm -hmm. So we we get donations. Um, But there's also an opportunity for businesses who I work with to give to us as well. And in exchange for that gift, we thank them on the air for that gift. And so you might hear okay. any very, very you know number of different businesses that would, um, we thank them, thank such and such company for giving to the bridge. And we'll, we'll list up a few services that they give, mm. a few services that they offer. But just like the listener or the donor that Chris and Mandy work with, that business is joining that same team of saying, hey, I want to support the bridge. It just looks a little bit different because you hear us thank them on the air, just like we thank donors on the air during fundraiser, individual donors. Yeah, we do. So it's just a little bit different, but it allows local community businesses to say, hey, we stand behind your mission Mm -hmm. and your vision and we're going to support that. But why, why, I mean, why would a business do that? What would, so they get a thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for the, (laughs) I will tell you that. The business sponsors that we have with the bridge are awesome and they are very kingdom minded and they want to be a part of people's stories. They want to know that they are helping with the ministry and helping change lives um, and reach people where they are by giving to this ministry. So their hearts in the right place. And I love that. And I love that I get to work with them and we get to do this together to keep this, um, this ministry going. Yeah. It's really cool to see the, we keep saying community support, community Mm -hmm supported radio yes. station and it it really is cool to see businesses mm-hmm. join alongside a radio station yeah and the listeners of that radio station and they all show up at events together yes and they're all excited for what they're doing for their community Absolutely. to build it up to make sure that it's stronger it's Absolutely. united and connected it's really neat to watch happen yeah um so i wanted to just briefly take a pause here and let you know about one specific ministry sponsor, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. They're located in Rehoboth Beach. And as many of our regular listeners know, they are the sponsor of this podcast. So mm-hmm. you see right there, that's our thank you to Boardwalk yes. Plaza thank and you. Victoria's <laughs> Restaurant. And really, we do thank you. Uh, it's an incredible place to dine. They also have uh, very beautiful 
uh, rooms. Everything is uh, in a Victorian setting. It's it's wonderful. And it actually overlooks the beach and the boardwalk right there in Rehoboth. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful. Great uh, people. If you ever get a chance to go, yes, they are. And uh, they even have a talking parrot. Yes, they do. It greets you I every time you walk in the lobby. About that parrot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is pretty cool. And we do thank them and value their sponsorship of the podcast as well as the ministry of the radio station. You can learn more about Boardwalk Plaza at boardwalkplaza.com. Now, Kristen, about listener sponsorship, that takes on a whole different tone. It does. Um, because like we said already, the the gifts can range based on the resources available to that individual. Uh, it, it could be that widow's might, mm-hmm. or it could be a large share of um, maybe someone's estate after they've passed on. Yeah. Uh, there, there have been so many different ways that people have supported the radio station, uh, financially, time, uh, talent. It's, it's been incredible to watch. Can you tell us a little bit more about just what might motivate someone to give to this radio station? Or to support a ministry like ours? Well, first and foremost, they've tuned into the bridge and God has touched their heart in a special way that's prompted them to give. Mm. Um, and so they respond to that prompting and, mm-hmm. and reach out and connect. Um, but another another thing I, I just want to touch on that takes it back a notch is that giving to ministries like the bridge um, and to churches is really a biblical practice of tithing. Mm. And so in addition to the music and the events and things like that, we also like to help teach and equip our listeners. So you may hear the stewardship spots that talk, you know, talk a little bit about stewardship. It all belongs to, to God anyway. Mm-hmm. It's all of his. And what he's given us here on earth is for us to manage those resources appropriately. Right. And so giving really goes back to to tithing and that's, in the Bible, and it's interesting to see that. So we're not asking you to tithe to the bridge. It should right. always go to your church first, um, but then any overflow mm-hmm. can be poured out to other ministries like the bridge. And so I do find it interesting that out of the tens of thousands of listeners that mm-hmm. we have, mm-hmm. there's only about 4 to 5% that actually give to the bridge. Imagine if that number even bumped up to say 20% of our listeners, right? that would yep. be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're super grateful that we have the opportunity to help to teach and equip about giving, about being good stewards, about supporting um, ministries like The Bridge. And um, we're just grateful to see that outpouring and then to be mm-hmm. able to, to be good stewards of, that, of the blessings that come into us. And if I could add, you can never outgive God, ever. Mm-hmm. So... Just because you spoke on tithing makes me want to, you know, encourage people to go to the book of Malachi and, mm-hmm. and look up what God says. And he says, test me in this area. Yes. So if you, you know, if you're wondering, well, how can I even afford to give to any ministries or mm-hmm. tithe or whatever, because I can't pay my bills. I promise you, yep. I promise you it's biblical. It's God's word. Mm-hmm. If you try him in this area and you give to him first, everything else will fall into place and he will provide for you in ways that you could never have imagined. And you'll be able to give like you right. never thought you could because he's so getting your first fruits. When you follow his principles. Yeah. So true. Yep. That's right. Yep. I can say my husband and I did that exact thing and his blessings just poured right. out over us when we thought we couldn't make it happen financially. Mm-hmm. And You're right. uh, it's just been amazing to see and to be obedient in doing what God's called us to do. Mm-hmm. So. 
I forgot what I was going to say. I get to be on both Perfect. sides of this, guys. It's so cool. I started out as a donor. Yeah. You know, yeah. partaking and giving to the bridge because and it coming to the concerts, <laughs> coming to the concerts and, you know, bringing our girls to all the events and allowing them to sing to everything and You're then right. becoming a donor. And then now being on this side of it, mm-hmm. seeing how valuable and important it is. So it's pretty neat. So, Kristen, mm-hmm. you, you've mentioned that this opportunity to give is something that's put on people's heart. They're mm-hmm. moved. God is prompting them to give mm-hmm. and they become like you said before, a vessel, right? you know, they can be poured into. Mm-hmm. And then from the overflow, they're able to tithe to their local church. Mm-hmm. They're able to give to other ministries, mm-hmm. ministries like the radio station here, the bridge. Mm-hmm. I think being that conduit for God's gifts is it's just a, a fortunate opportunity that each of us have. And if you're able to step into that position of being a conduit, take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But then you so, wonder, all right, I've written my check. I've handed you my piggy bank. <laughs> I have sent you, you know, mm-hmm. I've gone on the web and I've given you a gift. What are you doing with that? How How is the bridge using those funds? What What does it do to support the ministry mm-hmm. in, a, in a larger sense? Well, Andrew, we give a monthly ministry update every That's month. True. Have you been listening? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> we actually try to share the ways that the bridge has been able to pour out into the community mm-hmm. um, outside of you know what they're able to hear every day through great Christian music and our awesome amazing on-air staff and so we like to share you know the impacts that the bridges made in the community through the monthly ministry report that really is an overall thank you like thank you so much for supporting the ministry of the bridge this is what your support has enabled us to be able to do mm-hmm. and so um, those are some tangible ways outside of the operating expenses that include, you know, the electric, the building, mm-hmm. the fees, the equipment, <laughs> all that stuff that's not as fun to talk about, mm-hmm. but right. a necessity. Um, but outside of our operating expenses, we do also have some capital campaigns that come up and that come our way. And we don't actually really talk about them on air. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that people are tugged to support, whether it's, partnering with, you know, the Crossover Cups mission to support the Dominican work and supporting the the village there. We actually see people jump in to support that, mm-hmm. that they may not have ever joined the bridge to support the bridge's work. So there's just different avenues of ways that people mm-hmm. can support the ministry. And so like capital campaigns that we've been able to do where we were able to purchase the license Mm-hmm. Um, for the bridge to from make the sure FCC. the bridge mm-hmm. would be able to continue operating um, independently under the Bridge of Hope board. Mm-hmm. And then we were blessed with being able to move into this beautiful brand new building. Mm-hmm. However, we needed to raise funds outside of our operating funds mm-hmm. in order to do the renovations that were needed by the equipment that was needed. Mm-hmm. So we were able to be creative, think outside of the box, and we built a beautiful brick wall downstairs. We were able to yep. offer 100 bricks um, $1,000 per brick. They were able to have them inscribed with um, a special meaning or verse. Family name, family things name. like that. It's mm-hmm. actually neat. Mm-hmm. If you come and look at our uh, wall of gratitude, what people chose, it was like a tweet. You know, they were limited characters. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be really creative. Yeah. So it is really neat to go down and just take a peek at that wall and remember, you know, where we came from and mm-hmm. when we moved here, what was needed and how people poured in to help with that. We also have... Um, we were able to purchase through a separate capital campaign the 925 
frequency. Frequency. That's right. That helped to expand the bridge down into Virginia and Maryland and touch areas that we weren't able to, to be in before. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was no local uh, Christian radio station in that That's market. Right. We had lost uh, the um, the Heritage 102.5 mm-hmm. Joy FM. Right. They had been around, what, 40 years, years I, I think. think so. years, years. And they were off the air for several years. And there was yes. an opportunity that God brought forward for the 92.5 mm-hmm. FM frequency mm-hmm. out of uh, Princess Anne. And we made movements, you know, through God's prompting to ask our listeners and businesses. And, mm-hmm. and yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so oh, a lot of those incredible. things are, are yeah. meetings that are required for like Kim and I and yes. Bill right. and the, the team yeah. to go outside and approach businesses, churches, mm-hmm. different individuals that we can align our mission and vision with that we know that they would be on board with. Mm-hmm. And then we make the ask. Yeah. And now all those people mm-hmm. in that region that yes. did not have local Christian radio, Christian programming, Christian news and information, mm-hmm. they've got it again. Right. That's right. Local so, matters. Yes. Yep. And it's, it's kind of fun that like bringing 88.7 on the air, which was just Delaware and, and uh, parts of Maryland. Parts of Maryland. New Jersey. Well, mm-hmm. all, all the people that gave to make 88.7 exist, That's right. well, that grew into the, like the rest of South Delmarva <laughs> That's right. yes. with 92.5. And right. so seeing, seeing those gifts multiply mm-hmm. into, yeah, you were supporting a station in your area, mm-hmm. but now like almost the entire peninsula that's has right. Christian radio because right. of your gift. That's it's right. It's very cool to watch. I can tell you. <laughs> and we're praying about a northern signal. Yeah. So for anyone listening, mm-hmm. please be in prayer with us as we continue on our capital campaign for our expansion fund. Right. And so that's praying. We're praying to for God to open doors for a signal mm-hmm. uh, in northern Delaware. Right. You can almost picture a little boy or a little girl in, you know, Nancock listening to the radio station, mm-hmm. getting built up day after day, and then maybe they get to you know where they've saved a little bit of money, and they hear about the opportunity to reach another little boy or a little girl mm-hmm. in Wilmington. That's yeah. right. And they think, you know what? I really like this station. They I would know. too. Yeah. And then boom, you've got someone who's you know doing their part down here right. to build up a strong wall Christian community. Right. That reaches all the way up there to Wilmington. Or well, that so. little boy who grew up down in Nancock ends up going to University of Delaware. Right. And they grew up with the bridge and That's now right. they can continue Still with the bridge to it. later on in life. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Very, very cool to watch what local support can do. Um, that also brings up a good point. So the fact that this is a local ministry is vitally important. We're doing our part to build a strong local community. Mark and I were hashing it out earlier, talking about all the options people have, like from on-demand listening to different radio stations. Uh, there are some national uh, Christian radio stations that reach our market, but they don't bring quite the same flavor, do they, Mark? Oh, I love being able to pronounce pure on Delmarva towns. Give us a few. <laughs> Let, try me out. <laughs> well, we did this, the Love Delmarva thing yeah. uh, in early February of 2020. And, you know, Wicomico County, it's not Wicomico. It's not Wicomico? <laughs> <laughs> and there's like Worcester County, which is uh-huh. spelled I thought like, it was Worcester. Nope. Nope. It's Worcester. No. You know, when we talk about the, the Apple <laughs> Scrapple Festival and, mm-hmm. and Delaware State Fair. That's and right. It, it, it's just great to, to, to be able to talk about local heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill and Denise 
a lot of Monday mornings, we'll talk about the weekend winners, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and, and they'll share about these different people. And it's like, that's, that's our home. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I, I always say that Delmarva, like Del, it has no business being three different States. We're, yeah. we're yeah. like one family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can yeah. get Christian music anywhere these days with downloading yeah. whatever, but you can't get community everywhere. And that's what I love about local Christian radio, because right. we all that work here at the bridge, we're, we live, work and worship here, like we say. And when you hear us, we're a part of this community and you're a part of this community and we get to see you every once mm-hmm. in a while out at events and different mm-hmm. things that we do. Or just when Kristen and Mandy, and myself go visit businesses or individuals, we are here and we get to that. That gives us new connections. If yeah. we were somewhere else, just piping the music in, we couldn't have those connections. So we love that. And that's another reason why the fundraising aspect is so important. So we can all stay connected as mm-hmm. community. Yeah, it's so cool. I was I just want to add really quick. I was checking out at Byler's last week and oh, the yeah. lady asked me for my ID to match my credit card mm-hmm. and I actually had on a bridge shirt. So that helped, too. But she's <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, you I hear you on the bridge. That's, and I was like, yeah. And she's sweet. like, oh, my gosh, I love the bridge. It's all I listen to. So it's always so cool to meet people face to face and have those mm-hmm. interactions yes. and just be able to love on them as well. So mm-hmm. and going back to the live, work and worship mm-hmm. like when we come up with events, we literally are sitting around a table saying, what does our area need? Right. Yes. Like, man, uh, I feel a heavy spirit on on pastors in the mm-hmm. last couple months. Yeah. We should do an event for pastors yeah. right. or for worship leaders yeah. or a worship Addiction. production conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Like, like we we can f- filter the, the calls that come in and say, I, I think... Delmarva really needs this particular yeah. event. Let's put mm-hmm. that together. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it all feeds back to that mission of connecting and strengthening our community. Not only drawing us closer to God and to Christ, but closer to each other, mm-hmm. strengthening one another. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love to do when we have a tour come through is, um, I don't know if you've ever been to other radio stations. Some of our listeners may have visited a radio station. I know each of us have been to other studios. And a lot of times on the wall, you'll see gold records. You'll see... Mm-hmm these uh big picture frames that have a you know a picture of the album well i guess they don't do album covers anymore but maybe (laughs) a big picture of the artist the album that they're promoting and a gold record or a gold cd and it's a thank you to that radio station for helping to play that song and get it to Mm -hmm. you know platinum or gold or whatever Mm -hmm. rating you know number of records sold and that's great that's a nice thank you to the radio station and it shows how powerful that song was but we don't we don't hang up records on our wall we have something we call the storyboard where mm-hmm. we, we hold up all of those listener letters that we receive. And I love to take our guests past that listener storyboard and show them a couple of the stories that have come in by email or by phone that we've typed up or they've come up in a, you know, from a, a letter that they've sent in to us. It, it's just so amazing to see mm-hmm. that story come to life out of the, the music and the ministry that we do on the air. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times that that is the return on investment mm-hmm. for all of our donors. Yes. yes. That's our goal. They have poured mm. into the station with the expectation we're going to uphold the mission that we state. Mm-hmm. And when we get to work using the funding that they've provided, we hear stories of changed lives, of people who've drawn cro- close to Christ or had a, a change in their heart. Mm-hmm. And when they tell us that story, we take it quite seriously yes. and we'll prepare that and put it on the air or we'll put it into a letter or we'll simply call some of our major donors and some of our, our sponsors and we'll say, you won't believe it. We just got this letter. Mm-hmm. Listen to this story. 
it's because of you. Yes. And that I think is the best return on investment mm-hmm. for any gift. Absolutely. So, Amen. Well, I wanted to remind you that we are heading into spring fundraiser period. We're going to be holding our spring fundraiser on March 31st, April 1st and 2nd of 2020. Wow, 2020. <laughs> you can give online, of course. You can also visit the studio while we're having that event, and we would love to see you. Uh, we'll have volunteers here taking calls, and we'll also be accepting gifts, like I said, online. You can also give through the Bridge mobile app, where you can hear all of this podcast episode and many others. So be sure to download that Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. Let them know about the ministry of the bridge, how it gets funded, and what we do to serve our local community. You can provide feedback and suggest other show topics when you email podcast at 887thebridge.com and you can get complete show notes on our website at 887thebridge.com. 